looking for a podcast about nothing, then you are definitely in the right spot. Join Ross Peterson and Mark Charter each week as they discuss life, current events, and the things you are not allowed to talk about at work. Okay, hang on, because here we go. This is Ross and Mark, Jump the Shark. Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Hello, everybody. I don't know. We were just doing that voice before. It just sounds fun. Welcome. Welcome back. We got shark information, by the way. We got Ross Ross and Mark jump the shark is apropos today, my friends, because we got got shark content. It's Shark Fest, not Shark Week. It's Shark Fest on Nat Geo. So we got sharks going over our one shoulder. Over the other shoulder, we got real man work happening. And I mean like real man work. Casey's general store going up across the road. They're putting up things like the awnings. I don't even know what these electrician guys are doing. You see these giant wires that they're taking down? They look serious. I don't know. Any man that has to wear steel-toed boots, a hard, hard hat, a fluorescent t-shirt, and a hard hat, he works a hell of a lot harder than Nate Lee. Hey, we know what? We're trying to do a family-friendly podcast over here. Can you watch your fucking mouth? <laughs> Jesus. And we're off. All right. Sorry, kids. So, you need to blow minds with uh, your shark details that you heard today. What was that? What was that I, stat? I, 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 I'm, I, I don't know that this is possible. You, you saw it on TV, but you don't believe it. I don't believe everything I see on TV, but I guess it, 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 there's probably a lot of different technicalities that go into a stat like this that make it true. Here's what it just said on Nat Geo's Shark Fest. Another free plug for them. That for every shark... Okay, okay one second. For every human that is killed by a shark... Which we know is a small number. That, that is not many. Not many. Small number. For every human killed by a shark, there are two million sharks killed by humans. So, so, so we if, tried to if do, we've got if we've got uh, let's say seven humans, that's fourteen million sharks per year. Per year, right? How many humans are killed by sharks? It can't be that high. Of here, a number. so this is what I, I also did some googling because I, I, my mind was blown and I wanted to know. And I, I don't have an ocean expert shark guy. You have every other guy. But, so I, but I do have Google. You trust the Google machine so I went on to the Google one. machine, and I said, how many sharks are killed by humans a year? And a report in 2018 from some Britain, remember I said what it was, British something. Yeah. Said 100 million so sharks that would be per year. That'd be 50, 50 humans. humans. 100 million sharks per year mm, killed by All humans right. around gotta, the world. I'm going to go back to the Google machine So, now. like, that's... But I, but I think how many humans? Nate, I didn't make this up. You you come in here and you upset me after I'm having a good day. Had a good day today, and then Nate showed up. it for you. In the U.S., on average, one yeah, dude, it literally says it right here. Whatever you just said, I put in how many humans are killed by sharks each year. Yeah, and the thing that pops up is. In the U.S., on average, one person dies each year from a shark attack. Humans kill about 100 million sharks and rays each year, blah, blah, blah. But see, it said, and rays. 100 million sharks and rays. Now we've added another, another thing into this. But it also wait, wait, says, wait, wait. in the U.S., on average, one person dies each year. Uh, well, then it's so 50, as, 50 worldwide. Commercial fishermen crazy. for the fins, as has been the case for decades, the U.S. led the world in shark attacks. You're, you're filthy mouthed. I thought you were in the. I thought you were in the army. How can we talk like a sailor? Do you kiss? Uh, <laughs> do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Uh, I'm trying to find out how many people died in 2019 from shark attacks. Because we're talking deaths here. Fifty. Jeez, man. 
I, that seems right. Okay, so you're so the the what you just pulled up says one person in the United States is killed by a shark. Poor poor bastard. It was. Uh, Bye, Nate. We love you. Uh, All right, here's a good stat for you. From 1990 to 2006, 16 years, 16 people died in the USA after falling in a hole at the beach compared with 11 shark attack deaths. So it is more common to fall in a hole at the beach and die than to be attacked by sharks. Anyway, is this one specific hole? Because I feel like they should have put up a rope or something. Yeah, that's what it says, man. This is on uh, USA Today. Which has never been if wrong you, in the history of their publication. If you fall in a hole, I fe- I think that there's something weird about that. On You're average, f- on average, there are 16 shark attacks per year in the United States, with one fatality every two years. So, eh, rare, real rare to be killed by a shark. And that's just us. That's not worldwide. Do you think okay? And shark is an all-encompassing term for a lot for an entire species of fish. You got your hammerheads. It's an entire thing. You've got your tigers. So imagine all the commercial you got fishing. Got your great whites. Yeah, all the f- commercial fishing in the world catching all of the little baby sharks that of species that we don't even wouldn't even. You got your shark. Baby shark. Do 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 do. Baby shark. Don't forget about the baby sharks. I don't forget about baby shark. I'm not allowed to in my house. That was all the rage for a few weeks. Dude, we, luckily, weeks. luckily we got over it. You lucky bastard. Yeah. Although, if you watch Nationals games last year at all, they had a player, drawn a blank on who it was, that had that song every time he went to the plate. Really? That's yeah. funny. Well, okay, because Juan Soto was only Manny, 20 years Manny old. Manny Parra. Oh, is, that okay. a, is that a guy? Yeah. Might have been that, him. That, that's a guy. <sighs> okay. So, anyway, uh, your the, statistic the, that you gave. Seems um, right. Seems, to, seems well, to check it, out. Well, it doesn't seem right because I don't think 50 humans are dying every year. In the world. In the not Yeah. I think if we're getting one in the United States, we're every the couple third of years, third largest country in the world. Yeah, but we're also pretty and smart. we're and we're we're also we got a lot of coastline. Yeah, but we're we're pretty smart folks. We're the, also the land of Jaws. Remember that we've scared the crap out of everybody from going into the ocean. Except what's for those, your theory on going in the water? By the way, year. do you respect it? It's not your oh, house. Respect the water. Yeah, you got to be more specific. You mean will I swim in the ocean? Yes. Do I respect water? Yeah. Now, now let me ask but, you this. If you went in the ocean and a, a tiger shark bit your toe off, huh. would you be like, you damn tiger shark? Or would you be like, that serves me right. That was their house. I'd scream a lot. I'd scream yeah. a lot. I'd be I, have really a healthy, I have a healthy fear of the ocean. I'd I realize really, it's not mine. Yeah, I think I'd be really, really scared. I, I would definitely be like, uh, yeah. I'd be of the second thing of like, yeah, that was probably my fault for... Messing around in his house there, yeah. Um, I do. I, I wouldn't be the guy that would be like, yeah. See this. Uh, see this shark tooth necklace. I poked the eyes out of the yeah. tiger shark that bit my toe off. I was so mad at him. No, I would be the guy that screamed and yelled and. I'm gonna, see, I'm gonna die. I would, I would try to see if apologizing to the shark would would make it feel. <laughs> uh, I'm did, so sorry. I didn't mean to be. Now, there. now, do you have a healthy fear of riptides? Because a riptide so, should scare you much more than a shark should. If you're in the ocean swimming, having a good time, you should fear that a thousand right. times more than a shark. I'm going to create a safe space here by telling everybody I know what I'm about to say is wrong. Okay. And I know what I'm about to say is wrong. Because I know one of these things actually exists and the other one is actually really, really, really rare. Okay. But because I have never actually experienced a riptide, it's one of those things that feels like quicksand to me. Yeah. I've, I've been in the it's ocean. It's out there, but it's rare. Apparently. Allegedly. There's certain places. They tell me it well, is. Well, if you go to a resort seen it place, movies. they're going to tell you to don't swim in that area because there's riptides. Yep. You're going to have warnings, so it's not like you're just going to be in them. See, I, However. You've been in a lot more resorts than I have, Mark, because I've never of, been in a riptide. Yeah, they usually resort. have flags up, or they okay. tell you it's not safe to swim. Yeah. Um, Never but, experienced it. But so if you weren't a riptide. And this is undertow, right? Is this the same thing? Essentially, a riptide pulls you away from the shore out to the ocean. And okay. it's a fast-moving current. And it occurs, I believe, when this water comes in and kind of curls under itself and goes back out. And it creates a, a, a force of water. So let's save some lives today, though. How do you get out of a riptide? What are you supposed to do? Now, what I would do. Swim towards the What sun. I would do is I, I would panic and die. <laughs> that's what i would do hence why i'm not going out any deeper than where i can touch in the ocean 
All right. Cause I know my limitations and swimming is one of them. <laughs> all right. But for those that can swim, what do you do to get out of the riptide? I'd imagine not fight the current. It's got to be, it can't be swim against it. You swim parallel to the shore. That's it. Yes. Try to swim out of out the of current. Out of it to the side. That makes sense. You got to act like you're swimming across a river. That is what you're, yeah, which would be sense. tough, tough by itself. But a lot of people die in riptides. That's not an uncommon headline. Which I feel I've like this. I've heard that, but again, man, for an like, Iowa-based podcast, this is the news that people can use. Listen, you're, you're saving lives here, Mark Charter. I, yeah, I like the. Uh, I I don't swim, so I would just die. You ever did you watch the Ken Burns baseball documentary? This I've seen I've seen parts of it. Yes, I've not seen the whole thing. There's a good uh, pitcher for the for the Red Sox in the '70s named Bill Lee. Yeah, He's kind of a crazy man. Yeah, I think they called him the Spaceman or something. He's kind of a wildcat. Like Bill Bill Walton type of dude. Yeah. You get a big pot in. He uh he does a great bit in that about pitching to Hank Aaron. And he's like, you know, pitching to Hank Aaron was you had to be really careful when you were throwing to, to Henry Aaron because uh he was always looking for that first pitch fastball. So you had to give him an off speed pitch to start things off. So usually a change up on the inside, throw him a ball. Uh he was gonna be patient and make you throw him a strike. So maybe you could get away with a fastball on that second pitch. So you'd throw a two seam fastball on the outside part of the plate and it'd be one and one. So uh now you could maybe try to challenge him, but you couldn't put it in the zone. So you had to put one up by his shoulders, but he'd try to hit that ball out of the park. Yep. He'd foul it back and you'd be up on him one and two. Now you got a chance to get Hank Aaron out here. So you gotta be uh you gotta be crafty. You gotta throw a curveball. You gotta throw a curveball that lands on the outside part of the plate. Uh I don't throw a curveball, so <laughs> Hank Aaron always hit home runs off me. <laughs> uh, and a lot of other people, honestly. Hank Aaron is one of those guys, by the way, I grew up reading books about him, so he was one of my favorites. Never saw the guy play because of, of age, but um, if you watch a lot of his home runs, he was a home run guy that just kind of got over the fence. Mm. He wasn't a crush the ball 450 feet guy. That wasn't Hank Aaron, but he could get it 350 Every ballpark he was in for seven hundred and fifteen home runs. What, no, seven seven fifty five. When we were kids, 50, is that right? Check me. Seven fifty five. I think seven fifty five. I think that's right. Sounds right. Uh, we're going with seven fifty five. Ruth was seven fourteen, right? He's Correct. sitting on seven fourteen. Yep. That was the big so then Aaron call. gets seven fifteen right. to, to surpass him, and, and then, then I think he ended up with seven fifty five. How many did Bray Bonds end up with? A thousand. Uh, Bonds has like, like seven eighty. Incredible, something big time asterisk when on we that were one. Kids, the the legend of the myth of 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 Mickey Mantle, yeah, hitting balls nine thousand like, feet, exactly right, it, hitting yeah. balls against the Washington I don't believe Senators it. that were. Oh, really? Really? You think those things are, are are kind of are made up? Um, I don't believe it because I I well I think Mickey Mantle was a fantastic player. I think he was uh, – it's not like there's no video of Mantle. There's Obviously, you can watch Mantle play. I think uh, great player, but a player of his era where everything was different, right? The equipment sucked back then compared to what it is today. You're telling me Mantle could hit the ball farther than McGuire could hit it, who was a roided-up freak? I'm not buying it, dude. McGuire could launch the ball, and nobody ever said McGuire hit one 600 feet. Ever. You've seen, yeah, you've with, seen with, the videos. You with, can picture yeah, this. You yeah. can picture this, right? Picture McGuire at Skydome in Toronto or Canseco or one of these guys, and they launch one into, like, the fifth deck out there in the outfit, and they're like, that one went 483. Like, what? Here's another so, thing that happened According with to Mantle hit was supposedly, like, over 600 feet or yeah, something five, stupid. 500 something, yeah. Come yeah. on. Do you believe that? Here's what I think happened with that, Mark. I I'm buying it, goes, it. It goes to that conversation you and I have had about memory. Yeah. So because they, you're right, they didn't have video of it. They don't have, they had the scientific equipment to be able to measure how far a ball went. What they didn't have was an accurate, an accurate marking of where that ball actually landed. Yeah. They had human beings' recollection of it, which is always. I still flawed. question how accurate it is, though. It's, Just, well, I mean, it, right, you watch Mark, balls today on ESPN. You watch a Sunday baseball, and you see a ball get launched. And they're like, that was 430. Like, well, what? Mark, even like this, again, I know you, you have a hard time sometimes with the, with the your, your memory messes with you this quickly. You and I could be watching a game tonight. We could watch the Yankees and Nationals on, on opening night. Uh, John Carlos Stanton hits a home run into left field. 
it lands, we stop the broadcast. We turn off the TV, and you say, Ross, how, far, how many rows deep was that home run? Yeah. I go, well, I just saw the guy catch it. He was probably six, seven rows deep, right? And then you, you play it back, and we watch it, and it's 22. Yeah. Or, it, or I say it's 22, and it's six. Think of how easy that would have been for when they came back, and they're like, hey, Mantle hit a home run, and it flew over this wall. Do you guys know where it landed? Yeah, it landed in the uh, in the seventh parking spot. And the next guy's like, no, man, it was like the 14th parking spot. So the other part is, like, did Mantle hit into a parking lot, and then it just rolled and rolled and Bounced rolled? Bounced and rolled. See, that you one, know? one Because when they do hit, that, when they do, when they do a home run projection, how far did it go, right? So if you... KK's screwing with you. I, if can, you I just felt it. This is the benefit of having no hair. That was a bugger. See? She, put a, I was, she, she put a bugger on you. If I weren't bald, I wouldn't yeah. have known. So if you, so imagine, okay, so McGuire launches one into the fifth deck at Bush or whatever, and it hits the seat. Is the measurement from the plate to the seat? Yeah, because because if that ball the, was allowed to continue on, yeah. it's going to go another yeah. 60, 70, 80 feet before it hits the right. ground. Is it, where, is it, is it when What's it gets the measurement? Back to, is it when it gets back to home plate ground level? I've no, I, That's I just it. Know I don't know. I don't know. I, I hate baseball. Stupid. I cannot wait for tonight, man. Can't wait for this season. I think this season is going to be awesome. So where are you Super with... condensed. Where are you with um, baseball in general? We'll, ma- we'll make this our baseball show. It is opening day. It's the least excited I've ever been for an opening day in my life just because of the oddity of it. I've watched a little bit of summer baseball, as they're calling it, whatever, the summer camp, I think is what ESPN was calling it. Watched a couple, watched the Cubs, a little bit of the Cubs last night. It's just going to take some getting used to watching empty stadiums. It just is. Yeah. All right. So, you- so you're the aficionado. You love baseball. Like, how different do you think it'll be? Or are you like, no, it's just baseball. It'll be the same thing. You, you know, Mark, it's weird. For the fr- this is the first time I... You just said something that made my attitude drop. <laughs> Sorry. You did. Sorry. Because I hadn't even compared today to other opening days. I hadn't really thought of it that way. Yeah, normally there's fanfare. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> opening but, day. And I, so... I don't even want to think about this as a normal opening day. What I want to think about this as is... Thank God we have sports. Exactly right. Yep. I want to look at it as we're the, the glass is half full here. There will be something to watch tonight at 9 o'clock. Yeah. My favorite team is going to be on TV tonight. I get to sit at home and watch baseball. I'm going to yeah. go watch a doubleheader from my son and then go watch the Yankees at night while I fall asleep. Where are you at tonight for your kid? I believe Holiday Park. Okay, we're at County. Are you? Maybe we're, I'm not sure. We played under the lights last night for the first time ever. Oh, really? That's fun. That is, did did Seton like it? Yeah. Yeah, he thought it was cool. Yeah. Did he by chance play outfield? Because it's really fun to play the outfield. He did. Okay, good. He did. That's part of the game. So he, yeah. Makes you feel like a big leaguer. He enjoyed it. So... I'm I'm really excited about this, Mark. I, I, I love the idea that we're going to get back to baseball. I love the idea that it's going to be a shortened season. I think that it provides a lot of benefits to the game of baseball, to a baseball fan. I think that casual sports fans that enjoy the ninth inning of a baseball game, that enjoy playoff baseball, that enjoy that August, September, late season feel of baseball, I think that they're going to enjoy this. So I think it'll suck people in. Yeah. That are that are fringe baseball fans, uh, so I'm I'm not comparing it to other opening days because I don't think that's fair at all. Just because it's so far, it's so far removed <laughs> in so many ways, man. Yeah. From what that that is that feeling, and I, that, that I really when you said that when you compared it to other opening days, that makes me feel, blah. Yeah. But when I think about the last couple of months and I compare it to the last couple of months, it makes me feel really happy. We're going to really figure out what a crowd does to a game because what they're trying to do this year is pipe in noise. So as you watch your game tonight, you'll hear ambient noise, right? That, that's manufactured. Yeah. So that's kind of the, uh, the murmur of the crowd, right? I think so it won't, so it won't be dead silent, but they're doing that. But you're going to see a fly ball like the home team. There's going to be a fly ball to right. It's caught by the right fielder, and you're going to hear fake. You know, they're trying to trying to pump some actual crowd reaction noise, which means someone's watching this game and hitting a button, 
That's what they're doing. There's a, yeah. Uh, fly ball to right, and it's in his glove, and that, boom, boom. Yeah, so that, that will take some getting used to, for sure. I saw something that made me truly sad the other day. It was a, uh, obviously, spring training slash preseason, so it didn't count. Uh, there was a walk-off home run for the Atlanta Braves. Ninth inning, it's 9-9. Nine Braves hit a walk-off homer. How many people were there at the plate to greet him and jump up and down? Nobody. Nobody. Not allowed to. Your walk-off homers are going to look pathetic compared to what you're used to. Gatorade being thrown in the air, jerseys being ripped off. Nope. Not happening. Line up, you'll six, see, line up six feet apart you'll, you'll down the see, third baseline. You'll, you'll see some air high fives. Yeah. You'll see some knucks maybe. All right, guys, jazz fingers. Jazz fingers for yeah. the game-winning home run, yeah. everybody. It reminds me of watching Little League now, dude. They come out to the baselines after the game, and they wave at each other. They take their hats off, and they wave at each other. Oh, we've seen that. Yeah, so, it's, so I had two seller meetings today, and everyone's trying to, like, figure out what to do. And in both cases, I went in and said, hey, I'm Mark, blah, 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 and... And I just say, I guess we're not shaking hands. Like, that's my line right now. Because nobody knows what to do. Because it's awkward. No one knows what to do. You don't know. You kind of, like, look each other in the eye. Like, you cool with this? You want want to do this? I was up in Kelly. Because I'm fine fine with it. I'll I'll shake anybody's hand. Kelly, Iowa? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Seeing practices up there sometimes. Our place? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Little bar, pizza place? All you had to say was the only place in Kelly, The place in Kelly. Uh, And I met Troy, the guy that owns the place. Yep. And it was one of those situations last night, or, or Tuesday night, rather, Mark, where he and I were shaking hands before we realized we weren't supposed to be shaking hands. Yeah. You know? you're like, you're like, oh. Hey, how you doing, Troy? Nice oh. to meet you. And we were shaking hands, and it was like, oh, oh, hey, whoa, yeah, yeah. that's right. We were, what are oh, we going to do? Yeah. What are we doing now? You have soap? <laughs> we need some soap. Yeah, it's just, it's so you just, you kind of have to go into these meetings and say, like, well, I guess we're not shaking hands. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Every, and everyone has the same reaction. Yeah, I know. I, I know. know. It's kind of like, but that's new, my that, new, my new joke's going to be any microbiologist in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, right now, it's, it's kind of like, I, I hate it when people use phrases like the new normal. I, I don't want that to be the new normal. I love that you're having this kind of, dude. Um, you know Patrick Albanese? Does that name ring a no. bell to you? He, was came to, he came to Des Moines because of Triple Espresso. He's a nope. he's a comedian and actor. He's a really funny guy, talented dude. No, uh, I don't. You know Triple Espresso, right? I have do. You ever, I, have you ever seen the show? Never seen it, but heard it's about really it good. a lot. Really fun show to go see. Yeah. Uh, one you can like take your mom and dad and your kids to. Okay. Clean, but, clean but comedy. It, but it's actually all about sex. Nice. It's kind of wild. Uh, but anyway, Patrick uh, is a friend of mine, and he and I were having this conversation the other day. Patrick's a very conservative guy and outwardly, uh, out, uh, outward about it. And uh, we, he had the same point, Mark. He's like, you know, I'm sick of people saying the new normal. I don't want a new normal. I want normal normal. I want, and, there's, and, and there's no reason we can't get back to normal normal, and, and we can't accept new normal. It's different, and it should be different, and this should feel different. And we should try to get away from it feeling different. It, we shouldn't accept that different is new normal. And I thought that was... Well, or just... Yeah, uh, that, or, give up, or give up so quickly. We've been shaking hands since uh, the Pilgrims and the Indians met for that first dinner. You know, it's... Well, I don't know if they did. I'm just guessing. But we've been shaking hands a long time. Yeah, and trading blankets too. Yeah. And now we have, now we have this, this disease, bug, virus, whatever you want to call it. That's been prevalent in our life for like four months. We're like, there goes the handshake. Like, let's pump the brakes a little bit, you know? Can we can we at least consider pressing the flesh at some point in the future? You know, when the when maybe when the yeah, I like to bump vac- I like to bump ugly. Maybe when the oh, maybe when the vaccine oh. comes out, Ross, can we consider you know a little handshake? I I don't know. It just it just seems alarmist to be I like am a- we're never shaking hands again. No way, Mark. I've I. I've found myself. What about the bribery handshake? Now you're combining two <laughs> elements, Ross. Now you're combining How dirty, am I supposed to dirty, bribe? dirty, filthy money, folded up neatly into your palm, and then you shake the guy's hand, pass him the money. Looks legit. Now those are two no-nos stacked into one. You didn't just violate NCAA rules. You just gave somebody the Rona. Yeah, both at the same time. Double whammy. Two birds, one handshake. So it's ridiculous. So. I don't know. I, I just, did. Here's I have found myself, Mark, like um, 
first of all, like I said last uh, last night, I was shaking a guy's hand that I'd never met before. I I still that old habit is hard to break. I I have I'm not I'm still not conscious enough of it to stop myself before I do it. Yeah, I'm I'm. It's that moment of oh shoot, now we're shaking. Well, I feel in our in our business, it feels rude. Not to. Not to. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I will, you know, that's one thing. If I meet a client that has a mask, then I'm more conscious of it, right? If they're wearing yeah. a mask, it's like, that's that visual reminder of like, oh, that's right. We're not supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Some of this stuff shouldn't happen this way. Yeah. The rubby tuggy? Rubby. Oh. Oh. Uh, we got tuggy time. Tuggy time? Can't tell what's going on out there. Doesn't look like it. It's going to be a tuggy time. Uh, what do you call that look, by the way? When you're completely bald up top, you got the beard? Yeah, that is a name. Who's known for that look? Somebody specific known? Like, I know Shaq did that once in his career, but I don't think that was his look. Yeah, that's that, that has a name, though. Is it the reverse haircut? That I think like it should be called, like, the Uncle Larry. That could be a decent name. Nothing up top. You got the beard below. If you just flipped them, you'd look clean shaven with a full head of hair. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly. You're what you're falling. That 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 is that does have a name. I'm trying to think of who who it is that rocks that. I know. I, I well, I know a guy. Oh. We know a guy named B Rob. B Rob has that. B Rob. Look. Yeah. That, in fact, when that when he first, when that guy first jumped out, I thought maybe that was B Rob. That yeah. guy's a little taller and not quite as beefy as B Rob. <sighs> B Rob would whip that guy's ass. <laughs> Probably. Um. In one of the Iron Man movies, I think it's in Iron Man 2. Is it Jeff Bridges that's in that movie? Jeff Bridges, He's yeah. He's the bad guy. Yeah. I've never he, seen that movie, but I've seen I a scene, he, so I, I do know he rocked that I look. I think he rocks that look in that. Yeah. Uh, good bad guy, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Isn't yeah, he a bad guy yeah. in that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real good bad guy because he was, you think he's the good guy. Spoiler alert. Oh, you how was the movie? <laughs> You ten years, dude. 20, ten, you're dude, good. You're good. Fifteen years old. Uh, I can't believe you ruined it, Ross. Oh no! You, the the two you jerk. The, he starts off as like the good guy. He starts off as Iron Man's buddy and helper and and comrade and like business partner. Yeah. And then halfway through, he turns into like he uh, has nefarious plans. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, His plans yeah. are nefarious. His plans are nefarious. He has shenanigans in mind. You need to watch out for people with nefarious plans and ideas. It's not I, good. I do specifically or everybody. Any, oh, okay. Anybody and I, every, anybody and everybody. Ross. I have to because I'm susceptible. I, I am. I don't trust that guy. His plans are nefarious. I'm trusting. I'm a, I'm a trusting guy. The word of the day is nefarious. By yeah. the way, you can win a prize. We used to do that. Do you remember? I don't know if you ever. We when we did the the forecast back in the day, we used to have a word of the day, and then after like people collected fifteen of them, we gave away a prize. We'd have words like moist and stuff though. So. You guys were so childish. Discharge and moist and I don't know what I else. Get the, unbelievable. I'm glad you've <sighs> we glad had, you've we had problems, man. Glad you've grown up since then, Mark. Yeah, we had some problems. So I told you that I'm going to give you the opportunity to uh, live pitch me. Oh yeah, on here. Not only do you have to pitch me, but you're going to pitch the audience that's listening to this. By the way, so. Be happy to. Okay, so here's your chance. You got a microphone in front of your face. Got a mic in my hand. You're, you're, in theory, you are asking me for money. I'm aware of this. I am. I am asking you for money. But you're right also now. asking in the a, audience in a, in a for very, money. In a very so real be, way. So be effective. Okay. Right. So my pitch today is for East High and East High Golf. Uh, not necessarily East High Golf, the, the sport or the activity, but how you can help out the East High community by golfing. Now, there are several ways to do this. Uh, for $1,000, you can have a lot of different things happen here. You're going to get, uh, you're going to be a whole sponsor. You're going to get your name on a sign at a green and on a tee box. You're also going to get a foursome to play in the golf tournament. Um, and that is the, you, in, anybody can play in the golf tournament. But for $1,000, you're going to get all that. And then there's usually a bunch of stuff that comes with it at the banquet. Now, this year, obviously, we're not allowed to do the banquet. No banquet. No banquet this year. But for $1,000, you're going to be able to get a foursome to come and golf. So like, Mark, what I'd encourage you to do, the $1,000 sponsorship would be a wonderful thing for a thing like for, for a group like Charter House. Wonderful. Because you're going to get that, uh, that awesome exposure. To, All right. Uh, now, uh, let, me, let me jump in because okay. you're live pitching me here, so I get to have yeah. live rebuttals. Right, right. Okay? Right. 
So, Ross, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I grew up in Ames, live in Ankeny. Yes. Why should I give a rip about East? Well, because East High kids don't just live uh, in the East High community. First of all, it'd be wonderful for you to have more of a, a, a foothold on that East High community, especially with the business model we have. Yeah. I think the more that we could expand in the East High community, we could dominate that area yeah. uh, in, in the market. If, uh, But outside of that, most of the people that I know that are East High grads, they don't live in that district anymore. They live in Ankeny. They live in Ames. They live in Baxter and the outlying communities. So they're taking that message that they know that you like to help the, their communities, and they're taking that back home with them. So you're getting a, a pretty good reach with that. You're, you're not just talking to students of East High or, or graduates from East High School. So if, you, if the $1,000 or playing golf isn't necessarily what you want to do, for $300, you can do both a T and green sponsorship, where you're going to get that signs that we talked about that uh, say Charterhouse Real Estate. They're going to be you know, this whole brought to you by. Yeah. One at the tee box, one at the green. $200 for a green sponsorship only, $100 for a tee box sponsorship. Or if you just want to golf, you can do that for $75 a person. So you can get a hold of East High School. You can uh, find us on, uh, on the interwebs. You can find us on Facebook. All sorts of places. Hit me up on Twitter. I'll give you all the information. If you have a team and you just want to do 300 bucks for a foursome, that's cool. We can uh, we can set you up with that. If you just got 75 bucks and you want to golf, we can get you on a team. If you just want to donate some money, you say, I don't care about golfing, but I think it'd be really cool to help out the kids of East High School, uh, we, we, we'd take uh, $5 from you, man. And I can... I, I can we could sit here and do an entire podcast. I could tell you about some of the things that we've done with that money over the years that has been awesome. Opportunities that have been available for East High kids that never would have been available if Paul Rognes hadn't come to Des Moines 25 years ago and started this tournament, and he's raised, I think we're over a million dollars for the kids of East. So dig deep, assholes, and give your money. So we yeah, want to I'm say? saying dig deep. Uh, you know, uh, if uh, Just go to the top player, the top player of the cash, right. at the top of your pocket. Right. Give that. It's Mark, you and I have had a lot of conversations off here about like bureaucracy uh, and and public schools. I'm a huge supporter of public schools. They do a wonderful thing for our community. They're an awesome service for, for, for everybody. We all benefit from having kids going to public schools. Um, and not all kids, but we have by having kids having public schools open and funded and giving these kids access to things that they never would have had access to, it's, it's amazing the opportunities that, that, that present themselves. And we're able to do that with even a few dollars, man. It's incredible. Kids that are, are totally qualified in every other way to take AP classes, to take AP testing, to get scholarships, to apply for scholarships, every single thing that I just said costs money. $75 for an AP test, $90 for an AP test. Sometimes it's a few hundred dollars for an AP class. Applying for scholarships costs money. Even if it's buying a stamp and mailing it in like that, those things that sound so incredibly trivial to most of us are things that there, there are kids in our community that can't go home and ask mom and dad for those things for whatever reason. Either they know mom and dad don't have it or they're just afraid to do that. So we provide that safety net for kids. We go in there and we say, hey, all of these things that you want to do, and the teachers all know it. So when the teachers go and they present these things to these kids and they say, by the way, this is going to cost you $140, but we got some people that can cover that for you. These tests cost $90 a piece, but you're going to need these tests if you want to get that college placement exam that you're looking for, which is also going to cost you 75 bucks. But don't worry, we got people that can cover that for you. Yeah. And you can be the person that pays for that kid's test and gets a round of golf out of it. Yeah. So there you go. When's the event? It uh, is coming up at the end of August. It is. Oh man, I just had it. In front nice, of me. hot, yeah. sticky like what, day. Yeah, yeah going to be going to be a beautiful you day. You guys should come out and watch Ross a chapstick up his driver. He's known for doing that. Yeah, come on out, man. I'd love. Yeah, I tell you what, you could uh, for uh, for ten dollars, you can hit my tee shots for me. Oh, nice. Whatever. I don't even know what that. Means. All right. Well, you got me sold. You got your thousand bucks uh, from Charter House. Well, you know what we should. Here's what you should do. Then this is this would be a fun thing. You should now because if you do a thousand dollars, you get a foursome. Darn right, I do. So you, John, and Reed. Yeah. 
And then the next meeting we have, you give away the fourth spot to go. Because basically, you're going to win the golf tournament if you're with John and Reed. And Mark. And Mark. Mark's going to provide a golf shot. I mean, I might chip in one or two. I mean, <laughs> it's a possibility. Well, when they put you that close. I mean, drives? No. No. I'm not. None of my drives will be used. No chance. So. All right. Well, that, I, Sonia, that's my pitch for East High and, uh, and helping out with East High Golf and, and all the wonderful things that happen with it. And again, I like... I could do this all day, tell you some of the things that we've done that are incredibly heartwarming things. Well, your pitch worked. You got me, so there you I go. I appreciate it. Well, if I got you. There you go. I didn't even get, I, yeah, I didn't even get to the, ben- the the money side of it. Jeez. I'm the toughest crowd there is. How much <laughs> do I have to give to get a plaque up in uh, East uh, High School? Oh, a plaque in East High School. Erg. Like Urgh. A, It could be like in the gym. It could be out of the way somewhere. Maybe it's in the lunchroom. People will think I'm dead. I'm some old guy that died. Gave some money to the school. Just uh, that you know that's not on, that's not on my sponsorship options. I just looked oh plaque plaque in the school is not a sponsorship the, option. Plaque in the school isn't there yet, but we could call Miss Morris, the principal. I bet you know people. I know yeah, I, I could make okay. a phone call to Miss Morris, Morris Ross Peterson. Here, here's the here's the deal, man. Yeah. Wait, I got uh, a, I got a guy on the hook here. He needs something a little bit more than these packages we've got. He's thinking plaque in the school somewhere. Miss Morris, the principal at East High like, School. Is there a janitor's office that nobody <laughs> nobody like goes in? It's like it could be in the corner <laughs> on the wall in there. Miss Morris has some big ideas uh, about East High School, and, there, and there's some really cool ideas. East High School, I, this has some neat things. Like when you say go down to the janitor's office, uh, the old pool, because East High School was built in like 1890-something. So the original pool that they had was like... 10 feet wide by about 15, 20 feet long. That was the, school, the high school's pool. Yeah. When they realized at some point that that's not a real pool and they've got to kind of shut that thing down and, and build a real pool, they just boarded it up on the top. So the old pool was left underneath. empty. And underneath the, one of the old gym lockers. Got it. The, the, so... That the janitors over the years used it as storage. It's still storage. You can still get into the old pool. There's and, bodies and down there. There's not bodies down there. It looks like it's. It looks like there could be from the movie Saw. But the other cool part of it is, Mark, when they built the new pool, the pool is not in the ground. The pool you can walk around the outside of the pool underneath it. Okay. It's very strange, okay. but it, it, it yeah. So there's there's there are bowels of the East High building that are really cool stuff. This is all I know. Amazing if history. you guys, if I gave enough money and I said the demand is a plaque somewhere in the school, somebody's going to make school. To, I mean, yeah. you, you're going to find a wall somewhere I, I, I for me. I promise you that. Promise you that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get a plaque up somewhere in the school that says Mark Charter paid for this plaque. Didn't go here, but <laughs> gave some money. I gave, but gave enough money. Thank to, you to, to, to get a plaque. Thank you to Charter House. Save a bunch of money. See, Ross, twenty-four ninety-five plus three percent of sales. I always got to think bigger than your sheet. <laughs> this sheet he gave me with options. I don't want your sheet. So here's my thing. Let's get creative. There is a. I, I didn't start with the the twenty-five hundred dollar option. The twenty-five hundred dollar option gives you a lot more stuff for the banquet, which the, we're obviously not going to be having. Yeah. So now you've run into a roadblock there. Yeah. Please. So that's why. That's why I didn't want to. You know. I thought. It would sound disingenuous if I said, hey, you can start with $2,500. Here's all the wonderful stuff you get. And then you can also do $1,000 and you get all that same wonderful stuff. Yes. That's, that's a problem. <laughs> right. that's, that's an issue. So what... It's uh, like when somebody comes in and behind us and says, hey, I can charge you 6% to sell your house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, really? Spend more money. Um, this is live podcast. I'm texting a client here real quick. Grab uh, I can. Guy's selling houses. What he's doing? I can meet you. That's the sound. Wherever you want. That's the sound of Mark making money oh, right there. There we go. See, I need to make money so I can, you know, pay for placements oh. in banquets that don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I need to do. It sounds like a wise, wise investment for sure. So, um, by the way, Ross is back in the prowl. I know you should have bought it the other day because you were telling me the story, but Ro- Ross is out there trying to help people. Yeah, I got a couple buyers I'm helping out with right now. One of them is woot, uh, woot. Um, uh, one of them is a young man that's actually coaching in the uh, state tournament coming up. His ba- the baseball team that he helps out with just qualified to play down at Principal Park. 
So um, with both of these guys, uh, one family and one guy that I'm helping out, um, they were both in situations, Mark, where they they both had pre-approvals. They both could have bought homes right now. But with a couple of months of working on their credit, they're going to be able to buy much better homes in yep. the neighborhoods that they actually want to live in. Um, one guy, the guy that's going to be coaching at the uh, state baseball tournament, wants to live close to the school that he coaches at. He doesn't have a lot of money, but he doesn't have, and he lives in a, the school is in a very expensive neighborhood. So it's just smarter for him right now to wait a couple of months, get all of that stuff figured out and squared away. So what you're and, telling uh, me, Ross, is you're not pressuring him to buy. Absolutely. In fact, I told him. Hurry up and buy. When we met, I actually told him. I, I, I showed him what we could, you know, what he could afford in the neighborhood that he was looking in. And then I showed him if he waited a couple months and talked to our yeah. friend Joe Hayho at Community Choice. Hayho. Talked to uh, some of our other lender friends. What that would look like with even you know going up twenty five thousand dollars if your if your credit jumps a little ways. You're a good man, Charlie made. Brown. This is the time to remind people, by the way, if they're looking to buy a house that uh, interest rates are ridiculously low. In fact, Crazy. I don't I don't know what they're at now. Let's just say they're at three though. Um, if hey, they were hey hold back there. Nah, no, if they're at three percent um, right now, and you wanted to buy a two hundred thousand dollar house, and then you waited a month and they went to four percent which would be a lot in a month, but 4% is not far-fetched at all. So if you waited and now you say, okay, now I'm ready to buy and the rate is 4%, instead of affording 200000 you can now only afford one eighty. Payments would be the same. So every time the rate goes up one full percentage point, your buying power drops by 10%. So I think a lot of people don't think enough about rate and what effect it has, but it's certainly right now, you're going to be able to buy your max house because rates are the lowest they've ever been. They're ridiculously low. So if you're one of those people that's on the fence trying to time the market, the timing's now. Get off the fence. Go buy a house. Yeah, if you're not trying to, if you're not trying to push your credit score up, if you're looking at... Yeah, there's not a lot of other reasons to wait right now. It's, it's pretty, pretty incredible. And the market is crazy hot. There's some really awesome properties that are on the on the market right now but a lot of them don't last very long no most of the them don't time. even the one you know mark i looked at uh, one last night with a buyer that uh was in it, it was going to need a little bit of love i mean it was a hundred and twenty thousand dollar home it's going to need a little bit of love the amount of stuff that came with this home i was mm. trying to explain it to you in kk it was like buying two houses for one yeah i mean it was it's been on the market six days. I'd be amazed. There must have been something wrong with it because your buyer didn't buy it. So what yeah, was that was. This is one of our. Uh, we're we're gonna. He's better off waiting. They're better off waiting and getting, get more for what they. Uh, so he wants way. one house for the money. Wants one two. house. Yeah, right. Exactly. They didn't need the work. It. This is one that again gonna need some love. They just weren't in that. That it wasn't the right fit for them. As you know, man, you've been through been through this a hell of a lot longer than I have. Yeah. By the way, this past weekend, I had a little shindig at my house. Uh, everybody but one person, uh, Reed, that bastard, uh, came over to my house for a little shindig. Uh, Ross included. Why'd Ross you, Ross was there. Why would you make fun of my tan? He, I was just going to say that. I don't, I don't even know what that's called. You have, an, you have an epic tan going on. And by that, I mean you have no tan on your chestal region, but you have a great tan from the neck up. So you look uh, two toned, you know. You look I, like you look like uh, what would be you look like a, a Bond Pop if it was white and dark. I mean, I look uh, like the the swirl cone machine messed up somehow. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's just you whip your shirt off because we had a water slide uh, bouncy house combo thing in my house. You whipped your shirt off. You were game for that. You were. It was funny trying to watch you. Uh, unsuccessfully coax your daughter <laughs> up onto this thing. Talk about being a salesperson. It wasn't working very well. It was kind of, it was tall. This, you had to climb up this thing and then it was a, a water slide on bouncy house material. It was really cool. I think it was a it 15 was a, foot water slide that ended up in a pool of water. Yeah. Yeah. And you flew down it. I mean, and it was, Audrey is three, three, three. Yeah. So she, and she was watching her brother do it yeah. and you went and did it, but she was not, uh, she wasn't feeling it. It was much. a really fun slide. It was, insane fast yeah because it's more than a 45 degree drop this thing is steeper it's i mean it's probably a 60 degree drop 
on on wet vinyl. Yeah. So there's no, there's not even used. That was the first time that one had ever been used. Was, was it really? That was brand new. Oh man, so that's super duper maybe fast. That's why that thing was lightning quick the way it was. Yeah. Well, now I'm really glad we didn't take the knife to it and cut that uh, to cut that top off to do flips. Oh, yeah, that was the inaugural voyage of that stuff. I was doing the math on those inflatable companies. I think that one could have been bought for like four or five thousand bucks. So they have to rent that thing ten to fifteen times, and they and then their they money break back. even. That I mean, I, with that thing. I mean, Mark, it's like with your home, I was even thinking this as we had it up. They might have rented that three more times just by having it up in your backyard. Because the smart thing to do would have been put up a giant sign with it also. Yeah. That says, rent me. Yeah. Call this number. Yeah. 100%. But anyway, it was a really cool thing. Where did you get that from? Uh, JP Rentals. It was a really neat thing. That's what it's called. They've got all sorts of cool stuff over there. I should have. I didn't see it until I was too late, but I was telling... uh, Bensy, we should have done this. So for the next CH party, we could have got a jousting pit. It's a big circular inflatable pit. I think it's got like a pedestal thing that you stand on or two pedestals that you stand on. And then you you just beat each other until one of you falls off. Yeah. I think Bensy would win, though. He's he's a hard object to move. (laughs) Bensy, Nate would be tough. Lanning's got the athletic ability. To shock everybody. Yeah. You're tough. You're you're quick and, and strong. Uh, Reed has, Reed and, uh, you know, Burnsy as, Burnsy's the most shocking athlete of all of us, right? Because you don't necessarily look, you could look at Lanning and go. Burnsy weighs. Lanning looks like he could probably do some athletics. Burnsy's uh, John Olson. He works here too. Uh, Burns is what one sixty? Yeah, one sixty probably. And he Short, can, shorter than me, he's like five nine, one sixty. And he can hit a golf ball like three sixty. And that might be yeah. a little far, but I mean, he, it, but he, he can he, he can smoke he, it. He murder a golf ball. Yeah, he's an incredible golfer. Yeah, I would not do well in the jousting. I'm little. You got vigor though. Yeah, but see the the, I'm the guy that fights after you've knocked me off the pedestal. Yeah. Right. And I'm 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 celebrating. I'm Yeah, and I'm coming throwing I, my hands in the air. Yeah, and I joust you in the nuts because I'm telling I'm everybody just how angry. I just whooped your ass. Yeah, right, right, right. I think Ben's Ben's is my is my favorite just because Some she, people are just big enough where they're just physically hard to move, period. He's got sand in his ass somewhere. And <laughs> and, and Bensy could plant that down. And he's big and strong. He's got ass sand. <sighs> <laughs> I don't want the jousting pit. That'd be embarrassing. I'd lose to the girls. KK <laughs> KK'd whip me. Oh man. Uh maybe we'll do that for the next TV giveaway at Charter House. We'll have a jousting pit. Girls division, guys division. That'd be kind of fun you to You better watch. come up with something that's not so sexist to give away I your next girls TV. division. They can have their own division. Are you gonna do are you really gonna do girls division in the next contest? Dude, I, like defend me on this. The last time I did one to try to make it unisex it was tossing not even throwing ross tossing it was the, it was a bucket game it was the tossing the a soft game. orange mini basketball that i'm holding right now here there you go there's your proof into a bucket or into a series of buckets spaced farther apart and four girls tried it and four girls all made the first bucket and none of the four could make the second bucket and i would have not guessed that in a million years so I don't know. But in their defense, somebody here, might have been you, a couple of the guys sucked too. Bensy. Yeah, Bensy was actually one of them. Uh, Bens and Nate could not get, and then Nate ended up uh, getting, yeah, so it, it, a couple of the guys sucked. I, I, I lost. Nate happened on. to suck that day and still won the top prize. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> go, Nate Lee. Go figure, man. Well, I'm open to suggestions. If you got a great contest for us to use that's, that's a good, yeah, that, that, there you go. They're, Unisex. Hit us up on Twitter with uh, some contest. Mark did a thing at the Christmas party where we we raced putting together puzzles. That was, bought, that, I think that was fair. That was a good one. He bought everybody, he bought a bunch of just 10-piece puzzles. No, nah, they're like 12, 50. 50, 50 were they really piece, 50? Yeah. yeah, I bet they were. Oh, I didn't think there were that many. But either way, either 25 way to 50. it didn't take long. I mean, it wasn't like it was, oh, okay, for the next hour, who can put yeah, together yeah. a puzzle? It took five minutes for somebody to be able to yep. do it. Uh, that was a fun one. I don't remember who won. I don't think it was Vaughn, You know why people sometimes ask why I do stuff like that? I just like watching people freak out a little bit. Like, 
you know, because we were playing for money at that point. I don't, I don't remember what we were playing for, but prize. Yeah. And I just like watching people ripping the box open and scrambling. <laughs> and like, oh, give me the piece. I can eat the piece Ooh, over here. But what do I do? Because we were doing, we were doing couples puzzles. Yeah. Right. It wasn't just one person. It was teamwork. Yeah. Well, I didn't have, I didn't have a team with me that time. Yeah. You must have. Did you not count or did you grab a teammate? No, we did it by singles. You made the you. So there were people that could do it couples. If you didn't, so like Vaughn was by himself. I was by myself. Okay. Somebody else by themselves, maybe Kim. Okay. Well, we'll do something fun like that too. So, well, uh, have fun on opening day. I'm going to. Yeah, Yankees? Yankees. Okay, that's your team. We got Garrett Cole versus whom? Uh, Scherzer, I believe. Scherzer? Yeah. Yankees going to pull it out? Uh, no, not tonight. Scherzer's to. Uh, in Yankee Stadium? Yeah. Scherzer's, yeah, I think it's. No, no, no. It's in Washington because Fauci's throwing out the first. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to no crowd. That's just dumb. See, if you're not going to have a crowd, why not have the president do it? Because people hate the president. I know, but do you? But, but nobody's going to be there to boo him. Yeah. Well, they'll pipe in booing noises. <laughs> they were they're supposed <laughs> the to guy, mimic the, the guy, ballpark, dude. The guy will hit the boo button. <laughs> that would be great. Fauci throwing it out. He'll be masked up. He'll come out in a just surgeon's garb, gloves, mask, helmet, the whole deal. You should. Shield, body armor, bubble. At this point, yeah. All right, everybody. Pope uh, Mobile. Uh, stay healthy out there. As they say, stay positive, test negative. Ha ha. That's what the people are saying. I haven't heard that. That's good. Yeah. Stay positive, Give, test negative. Do, it, do your joke you told KK today before we sign what off. What did I tell KK It was today? about the uh, chain shortage. Oh, because you were trying to flip KK some shit. Gee, what a shock. And I said, Katie, I heard a new line, and you can put this one in your back pocket. Next time somebody gives you shit, you just say, hey, we got a national coin shortage. You can keep your two cents. <laughs> Boom. I like it. We're not going to get any better than that. We'll see you next week. Another episode of Jump the Shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us, and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate. We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support, and we will talk to you next week.